Welcome to the Men After God podcast, where you will be challenged and encouraged as you pursue God, achieve success, and raise a thriving family. Join your host, Dustin, and his guests on a weekly journey to grow as husbands, fathers, and men after God. Here is your host, Dustin Alley. Hey guys, welcome back to the Men After God podcast. It's your host, Dustin Alley. I am so glad that you're here with us today. Guys, it has been a wonderful, wonderful experience over the last couple months uh, with our podcast launching on Father's Day of this year, seeing our community grow on Facebook. If you're not part of that podcast community, I encourage you to go to facebook.com slash groups slash men after God, and you'll find us there where you can connect directly with me and some of our guests that we've had and uh, get some coaching and get some, find some community as you seek to achieve success with a thriving faith and family. Today's episode is one focusing on rest. Now we've done a one or at least or maybe two other episodes on rest and we like to bring this topic up uh, from time to time because it's one of the most valuable things that you as a man after God can do. However, it's one of the most neglected things that we have in our lives, especially me being the type A guy that I am. I've got my co-host Craig with me today, but he's dialing in just like a regular guest. Craig, tell everybody where you're at and how you're just lazing around up there. Yeah, I feel uh, I feel important. I feel like somebody since I'm dialing in now, you know, instead of sitting right beside you. So this is cool. But I am at the Wilds uh, camp, the Wilds of New England in New Hampshire, and I brought the juniors up this week. And uh, so it's uh it's been a week. We brought all <laughs> boys. Um, they've they've actually been great, and so um, no homesickness yet that I know of. It's good. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so where he's at, guys, and you're hearing it there, he's out in the woods. He's living it up in New Hampshire. He's got uh, some cars driving by on the road out there. Uh, And the juniors, it's, what is it, fourth through sixth grade? Is that who you took up there? Yes. Yep. Wow. Preteens. That's right. I got to drive one of the cars up there, and I've got to come up and pick them up this weekend. Uh, Mine weren't too bad, but I I tell you, man, middle school ministry was never my thing. (laughs) Yeah, you put a, you know, in the van I rode up in, we had a TV and a DVD player. So that, that's cheating. That really helped our vehicle. That's cheating is what that is. I'm switching, yeah. I'm switching cars. I'm going to let y'all drive my truck back. I'll drive the van. Minivans yeah. are awesome. And then I'm going to let one of the juniors drive so I can just sit in the back and, and watch whatever I put on. Does Tesla not have a minivan yet that drives you? Oh, man. They've got an SUV, but I don't think they have a minivan. And if you're a person that drives the Tesla, I'd love to talk to you because I like Teslas. And if you want to give one away, I'd like to talk to you too. Yeah, ma'am. So listen, rest. You are the one that's always telling me I need to rest. We've said that before. Uh, You're up there. Are you able... We're going to talk about two different types of rest. We're going to talk about valuable rest, and we're going to talk about invaluable rest, right? And we'll go through the difference of the two, you know, because... I, if you're, you might be like me, guys, and you're someone who can find rest or you enjoy doing certain things. Like I enjoy my work. So I, I enjoy podcasting. I enjoy talking to people about it. I enjoy trying to get guests or, you know, writing stuff. I enjoy the work I do as a pastor. That's always fun. Craig absolutely loves what he does as a pastor. That's why he's there in New Hampshire. <laughs> oh, just the faint Amen. laugh. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. But we, um, but but that type of rest where I'm resting while I'm working, that, that's that's not as valuable as it could be. And some could say it's invaluable. 
So Craig, what are your thoughts when you think about two different types of rest, valuable and invaluable? You got any ways to describe that or any stories you can give us that would kind of uh, illustrate both? Yeah. um, First, I want to ask the question, what's the difference between valuable and invaluable? Is invaluable like of more value or is it the opposite of valuable? Opposite of valuable. Famous, like famous and infamous. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's a great unvaluable is that a word i don't think so but i think invaluable is also referring to the same thing i don't know and now i feel silly so here's what we're going to say we're going to say for the sake of this (laughs) conversation today if you are a person who's read the dictionary or uh, someone who knows the answer to this feel free to reach out and let us know but for the purpose of today's conversation the valuable is good invaluable (laughs) <laughs> means not good. And, and now we, yeah. we have defined the term for ourselves. We get to create our own pronouns right. now. And so. <laughs> All right. So now that we've got that um, <laughs> taken care of, what was the question? What, how would you describe or how would you differentiate between valuable rest and invaluable rest that has lack of value, uh, <laughs> to be very clear? Um, and do you have any stories to kind of illustrate the two there? Yeah, um, we went on vacation the end of June, and uh, by we, I mean my wife, myself, and our four kids, and we went to a family reunion, and it was great to see the family. Uh, Guys, I messed up. I put gum in my mouth and forgot that I had it, so if you hear (laughs) some ASMR stuff, that's what's going on. Oh, that's great. I'm trying to, like, tuck it in the cheek over here. There you go. Anyway, so... um, we went to this family reunion and it was great and it was fun. Uh, I had gone there feeling stressed, feeling a little uh, unrested, <laughs> needing a rest, needing a vacation, needing a break. And while it did provide a break from the routine that I was used to in life, uh, it did not provide the rest that I was looking for. We were up early, up late, um, little sleep, taking care of the kids, kind of running around in a new environment with a new routine and uh, it was wow. I don't know if pick where they're going to mow the lawn. I don't know if James is going to be able to edit that one out. <laughs> All right. He drove away. That's good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So um, we went, you know, we went to this uh, family reunion and just so much going on that by the time everything was said and done and we got back home, we needed a vacation from our vacation. Yeah. Um, so that's an example of not getting a, a rest that would be uh, valuable. Yeah, and, and you know, and helpful. let's stay on it for just a minute because I want to highlight like where he went on vacation was uh, Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge area of Tennessee. Up yeah, a cabin up there had a beautiful cabin. It's had your own pool, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean pool, hot tub, the worst. And and there's a lot of stuff to do. If you guys have never been to Gatlinburg at Pigeon Forge, it's a wonderful place uh, to vacation, even with the family and things. Um, you know, so it wasn't the place Craig went to that that kept him from having that, right? I mean, the place was wonderful. You could really say that it was like a little oasis out there. So it wasn't the place. And so, I mean, what was it? You mentioned some of the things you did, but I mean, if you had to go back and you were going to say, like, I want to go back, I don't want to have this vacation in a restful way. How would you? How would you have approached that vacation differently? Well, I would have taken two weeks instead of one. Yeah, always, always. First. If you guys, if you can, and, take two weeks. One week's never enough. Right. 
um, even though in that one week, their family reunion was only three, four days, I think three nights, four days, something like that. And so we had a couple of days to ourselves, but that was traveling and traveling for me is not rest. Yeah. Um, that's me personally. Um, so I would have taken two weeks and that second week, uh, we would have found some things to do as a family and with the kids. And then I guess in our situation, because anywhere you go with kids, you want to make sure they're entertained. They have something to do. We probably would have come back home early Mm. and just taken those few days to just be at the house. The kids know what they can and can't do at the house. Mom and I can just sit back and relax watch TV. I might jump on the PlayStation, something like that. But that would be how I would have um, taken a proper rest had I thought that through beforehand. Right. So next next year, I got to prepare for you taking a two-week vacation. Got it. Got it. All right. Correct. Now, that, so that was invaluable for you. It was. It had lack of value. So again, just for clarification purposes. And uh, what about a time like where you've had valuable rest? <clears throat> So valuable rest for me, um, hear it, you know, and again, there's different types of rest. You've got your physical, your mental, um, your spiritual, those type things, uh, being here at camp, I'm getting two of those, Mm. um, the mental and the spiritual rest, the physical rest, not so much. I'm staying in a, a cabin in the woods. Uh, I was worried there was no AC, but there's a fan in there and it gets really cool at night. That's good. Um, it's just a, it's a different bed. Yeah. It's a different type mattress. I'm not used to it. I'm almost 40 years old. My body just doesn't sleep anywhere now. Um, so <laughs> and guys, he, I'm not getting as much physical. And he's being gracious. Like I've seen pictures of this thing. This is not a cabin. This is a shack. He's in a shanty. <laughs> he's in a shanty in the woods and uh, is making the best of it. And we're, we're happy. We're thankful right. for his positivity. <laughs> And there's the mower. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's driving across the street. Yeah. He doesn't he needs to All go right. rest, is what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah. So but beside beside the physical aspect, I have time throughout the day, even though I can knock out some work um by coming over to the actual campsite and finding the Wi Fi. I can knock out some work um and do things like that. But then I have I have free time. All the kids are with their own personal counselors. And so they're watching the kids. I'm really just here to kind of be a representative from the church. And so I really have a lot of the day to myself. And there's a, a I don't want to call it a, a river. Let's call it a creek um, back behind the shed that I'm staying in. And it's a place that I've gone every day and just uh, prayed, or read God's word, and just took some time to just think. And it's got some running water, which for me, hearing running water. That's great white noise. I could Mm. sleep to that if it wasn't for the mosquitoes. Um, I would be out there sleeping instead of in the shed. Um, but it's been, it's been awesome to just get away, to be in nature and to not have any of the pressures. Like I can just forget everything else. Cause I'm, I'm surrounded by trees. I don't see the buildings. I don't hear the kids. It's just me, the water and God. And for me, that has really helped kind of calm my mind. And spiritually speaking, just help me focus more. You know, you ever have those times where you do your personal devotions and you just can't focus, like you're not getting anything out of it. It's because of all these distractions. Um, That's not the case. Uh, I can really hone in and uh, get something from my time with God. So that's that's an example of me having 
a real rest that's just been really impactful and needed. Yeah. What, what can you, you know, you don't have to share a lot of that. I know you made a post on Facebook, but uh, and you don't have to talk about that if you want to, but I, I'd love to hear like the impact of that because for our guys listening, you know, uh, again, if you're like me and you're a go-getter, you're, you're trying to achieve success in life. So that, to the glory of God with a thriving faith and family, you, you've got a lot of things going on, a lot of stuff that can distract you. And uh, what, why should we, you know, what's the impact of that real rest that you're getting right now? I think it's um, refocusing mm. Mm. for, for me, the last few months I have been, I have been stressed. And I think I even mentioned it right off the bat before we went on vacation. I talked about needing it cause I've been stressed and I couldn't really put my finger on what it was. Right. And it wasn't until my first day here that I got alone with God and I just sat down by the, the creek uh, and just prayed and, and kind of talked it out with him that it, it kind of hit home for me. Um, several things uh, that were bothering me the last few months um, that I didn't realize exactly what they were. Uh, one of them being just, you know, self-doubt. Mm. I always, I've always struggled with self-doubt. I could go into why in my, my past and, so forth, but that would take another we'll call that a, podcast, we'll call that a podcast series when we do that. And so <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> but the, the self doubt, there was, I realized that I'm, I'm looking back and just, um, letting Satan dig up those past failures. Um, I'm looking back at things in my past that weren't great. Um, some, some times that were very, um, hurtful. Um, and then I realized that I've been comparing myself to other people and, finding where they thrive in an area where I don't. And it's all subconscious. I'm not consciously thinking of this stuff all the time and just sitting there alone with God, all these things were coming to my mind. And I realized, you know, some of this is an attack from the enemy Mm -hmm. and, uh, or, or all of it. And I'm, and I'm letting him in. I let him creep in slowly, but surely to where it just became so overbearing that, um, I don't, I don't know what the next move was going to be had I not had that moment by the creek. That's awesome, man. That's so good. And that, you know, what you're talking about there, guys, this is where that rest comes in. We, it sounds like you had that opportunity for, you know, God to really just pick apart your own heart and you, you get to be there for the experience. Right. Um, right. And that helps us to, he mentioned focus. I like to say as well, we get that God sized perspective. We can, we can take God's perspective on our situations rather than just ours. And that's where, you know, we get a lot of wisdom and we're able to, uh, really assess and, uh, move forward with what he's seeing rather than just what we're seeing. And of course it can always be cloudy. It can always still be a little foggy at times, but you'll gain a lot of gain, a lot of clarity when you choose to take that time of rest and have that soul rest, that spiritual rest that Craig mentioned there, you know, man, um, you're, you're, again, you've always said you're one that talks to me about rest and stuff, but the, uh, one thing I've started doing as, you know, the no cell phone on Saturdays, now this Saturday yeah. is going to be interesting. I, I have a feeling I'm this Saturday. I'm going to be I'm going to be with my cell phone because I'm supposed to drive back from New Hampshire for three hours mm-hmm. with kids. So I'm going to be playing some music. I'm going to be using my GPS. Uh, like I'm going to have my phone on me uh, in a you know um, more than I have just the past couple of weeks. But the past couple of weeks it, it it's been really cool. And you were there with me the first day that I didn't have my phone on me. Because that was rest for me. 
but man, it was weird. Like we were hanging out at our friend's house <laughs> and, uh, you guys, I'm, I'm telling you, like when you were like me and you think constantly and you're like, Oh, I wonder what this would do. Or I wonder if I could Google this or what mm-hmm. can I find online or you're mid conversation and you're trying to think of something or the other person says something like, Oh yeah, let me show you. And man, I reach, I was reaching for my phone so many times and I had nothing. And Craig's over there just Googling and laughing at me, you know, good friend. He's a great, great oh, friend yeah. there, you know, that's but, what I uh, do. But yeah. And so for me, not having that cell phone the first week was, I don't know if I'd call it a spiritual rest, but it was definitely a reality check for myself personally of how consumed I am with that. And then, um, you know, we had the, I had the comment made by our, our friend before I, we left their house. Like, hey, just so you know, it's you've not had your phone. I've just noticed you've been a lot more present and, and more real. I'm like, oh, that's, that's great. That's Thanks for that, because you just gave ammo to <clears throat> my wife and Craig and Amy and everyone around oh, yeah. me to like, you know, you're not really being yep. present right now. Yeah, no, I know I'm going to hear it. And so <laughs> because that's something I struggle with. Right. But that's been helpful for me to uh, rest my mind. <clears throat> when it comes to that spiritual rest you're talking about, Craig, man, do you think, you know, so you're coming back, right? You're coming back here, right? You're coming back just so we're clear. Yeah. Yes, okay, good. Yes. Good. He's coming, I need, he's I need my back. bed. He's <laughs> <laughs> at least for the bed, not so much the job, but for the bed. Good, good, good. Uh, right. So, all right, we're going to keep that thing on lock and key. But uh, so you're coming back. You've had this rest. Like I, I chose to do without my cell phone on Saturdays, kind of see how that would go for me. You've had this experience now where you've, you've been by the creek. It's just been a time with God. Like, have you thought about how you could bring that back with you and implement that on a weekly basis? Yes. Um, before I talk about that for you subscribers. Yeah. Um, and if you're not a subscriber in the subscriber portion of this episode, uh, I'll share a story that's also helped this week. Mm. Um, but I won't share that here anyway. So, um, it has to do with my wife. Yeah. We got to keep that just one. to put a little teaser. Only a few yeah. of you, right? Only those that go to patreon.com slash men after God sign up can hear that one. And the, 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 uh, Oh, what is it? The practical way that you can apply that in your life. There you go. So in, in bringing this back home, um, first of all, that refocus I was talking about, I'm able to refocus on, on God, on my identity in Christ. And I was also able to see the problems, see what it was that was bothering me. So going back, I now know, okay, these things were what were holding me down. These are the weights, some of which I'm still carrying because I'm stubborn and I've not given it all to God yet. <laughs> Um, but these are the things that I'm struggling and dealing with. So now I know what I'm working with. And when I go back, um, I'll be a little more alert when the enemy is attacking in those areas, uh, but also more challenged to when I'm feeling like I, I have been these past few months to just do what you're doing, Dustin, basically, and, and get rid of the distractions, mm-hmm. just find a day. Cause it honestly, it didn't even take a day. It took probably an hour sitting in nature and it doesn't have to be nature. I mean, if you have a prayer closet, jump in there, but just being away from distractions for an hour and talking with God. And in that hour is kind of when, you know, conversations with friends here and there and, and God used those things to speak to me. It just all came to a culmination to show me, Hey, this is what's going on. And this is what you need to do to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to be something that I'll implement, you know, 
I'd say God forbid that it happened again, but of course it's going to happen again. We have an enemy that's looking to devour us. Right. So the next time that I'm stressed, uh, I'm going to take time yeah. and I'm just going to lose all the distractions and refocus. And can you say recenter? Does that sound too, uh, Two new age. I'm not not sure, but definitely, definitely a good thing. Craig and I have a conversation often about little sayings that people say, right? And Craig, every time we talk about this, right? Like, I I don't know if I could put you on the spot if you know one, like off the top of your head, uh, but I can never, I usually can't like think of one in the moment to describe it. But I did, you know, I did think of something uh, while you were talking. I was like, I don't know if I can say it or whatever, because I don't want to come off as like that. But honestly, guys, listen up. Uh, You know, as Craig was talking there and I was thinking of the own distractions and having to remove those, um, whenever we are distracted, we're often not being dependent. And if we are distracted by the things going on around us, what the Satan, what Satan has put in front of us and the attacks and different things like that, then we're not being dependent upon Christ. Uh, we can take notice of them, but then we have to turn them over to the one who can handle them. I'm a big John Maxwell fan, if you haven't figured out yet. And Maxwell says he does five things every day, and I can't remember all five of them, but I know one of them is, is interesting because we don't, we don't consider it often. He says, I think. And he's written in books and he's talked from the stage before about how he has a chair either in his office or at his house. It's his thinking chair. And that's what he does. He goes there and he thinks and he does what Craig was just talking about. He, he sits down and he just thinks. Now, it, it, now John is a, a Christian and he's a follower of Christ. And so I believe it's probably a spiritual exercise for him. But what Craig's talking about doing is coming back and setting aside time to think and to focus and to reflect upon God. And to allow those distractions to, you know, be examined in light of who his heavenly father is. Uh, guys, we got to make time for that. that. That's that's good soul rest. He talked about mental, physical, like spiritual. That's soul rest right there. Man, Craig, I love that you've been up there and been able to have that opportunity to do that. Um, man, I can't wait for you to get back and just, just see how much you've grown and here you write a book about it. I know. I know that's going to be great. Well, they are feeding uh, me carbs only, so I've grown carbs a only. Bit. Oh man, oh <laughs> man, I don't even want to go there right now. <laughs> oh, so so guys, like, let's finish this conversation out here real quick. Just talking about how you know we we the importance of rest, the value of it. It can change your entire circumstances if you'll just step away for a minute and just. Breathe. I was listening to uh, Grant Cardone's 10x book this week, and uh, as Craig knows me, I'm I'm very Type A, and uh, he sent me a funny little meme of like stopping and sniffing the flowers uh, with a Type A and Type B person. The Type B person says you need to stop and sniff the flowers. The Type A person turns around, sniffs the flowers, and then is holding up a trophy that says "World's Best Flower Sniffer." Um, yeah. And so that just yeah, I was really. Yeah, I was, and I was listening to Grant Cardone's 10x book whenever that was happening. If you know anything about Grant Cardone, it's definitely Type A go getter, like everything. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. However, and if you listen to the book, he really speaks of this, but he doesn't directly go after it. Um, that 10x principle he teaches of doing everything with 10x effort, having 10x goals and things of that nature. That's not bad. However, we have to take that on what we would do for business, what we do for work, we have to do for the Lord, and we have to do for our family as well. Uh, we can't neglect that. So 10x your rest, 10x your, your time with your family, 10x your, what refreshes you. 
so that you can, uh, on a weekly basis, be right where Craig's talking about being at, just refocused, recentered on what God is doing in your heart and through your life and with those that are around you. So, Craig, man, finish it up, bro. We got a few more minutes. Mm-hmm. Talk to us. What's something we need yeah. to walk away with from this? Well, I'll, I'll tell you a big part of of this besides just you know getting away alone with God and and refocusing has been having good people around you and friends that you can, um, I'd say that you can talk to. We all need people we can talk to, but in, in my case, I'm holding it in. I was holding it in more than I was sharing and having friends that were speaking into my life. And in the moments that they were saying something to me, I wasn't really grasping the truth that they were presenting. And maybe they didn't even realize that they were pouring into me at the time. But in that moment of, uh, and I'll, I'll use a spiritual word, in that moment of meditation by the creek, um, God used some of those things to just bring it all together. And so walk away with this. Have friends in your life that, that you pour into, but that will pour back into you. And uh, friends that love you, friends that care about you, people around you that are watching out for your spiritual well-being. Mm, that's good, man. That's so good. Spend time with them. Spend time resting. Guys, we are going to do our uh, our uh, subscriber-only content here in just a minute. And to remind you, if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, right now we have our founding member package. You can get a 10% lifetime discount, a free piece of merchandise from our store, your choice. You get a four free coaching calls with me, a coaching call with our uh, – you get one coaching call with each of our coaches that have – are specialized in training and nutrition, relationships and finances. Uh, and uh, you also get the shout out on Facebook, here on the podcast, and then on our website. Uh, we love our founding members. We're thankful for all of them right now. And we are excited for what God is doing with their financial support and obviously your prayer support. So go, guys, take this week, get some rest, enjoy what God is doing in your heart and through your life. And don't forget, uh, it, it's not wrong to step away from what you're doing as an act of worship to God. And so I I do hope you'll take advantage of this opportunity. All right. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the men after God podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and keep up with the show by following us at facebook.com slash men after God. You can also reach out to Dustin personally at Dustin at seekconsulting.us with any questions or for coaching on being a man after God. Until next time.